guys, what's up? You're listening to Sit Down with Stand Ups, and this week I have a very funny guest. Uh, he's a great comedian, and he's a buddy of mine. We worked at the Comedy Magic Club together. Chris Traven. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? Good, how you doing, man? Not bad. Good to see you again. You too, man. It's been a while. I know. And you're doing stand-up, like, every night almost? No. No? I'm still working, you know, waiting tables most nights, but... You got a show tonight, though. Got a show tonight. At Poncho's in Manhattan? Poncho's Manhattan Beach, yeah. That's awesome. Fun little local show. Ride my bike to it. Can't beat that. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's the best. How long have you been doing stand-up? Um, I think like my, my first first set, I was 21. And then, like, I started getting into it, like, like on my 22nd birthday, I was like, you know, I'm going to make it a point to try to do it this year, and, like, I drove out on my 22nd birthday just by myself and like went to Van Nuys, like some dive bar, yeah. like awful spot, did like some jokes on af- like a little AstroTurf <laughs> with like a dartboard in the background. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't like the best yep. experience of my life, but uh, it, it was the probably, yeah. Where was the, it, man? Starting point. Just like a dive. Yeah, it was like a weird little open mic. Um, I, I can't even remember the name. How'd you do? Oh, it was there was nobody paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> like sports TVs on and stuff. Yeah, like one of those. Oh, I hate those. Yeah, where nobody else knows there's an open mic happening. Right, it just starts. It, it was it was it was everybody's face towards the bartender. It's like, you know, it was like right on the side of the bar. Yeah, and there was like maybe seven people in there, and uh, yeah. It's like Monday Night Football, and like, oh hey, comedy. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's pissed. But that's that's expected. It's a lot of spots. So, how many years have you been doing it now? So yeah, it would be my six. Six? Wow. Yeah, six and a half. Awesome. Yeah. And it's going really well. Yeah, it's going well. I mean, it's like a really fast climb to be like playing comedy store and right? everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I started improv before I did stand up. You did Groundlings, right? Yeah. Cool. I just yeah. started that too. Yeah, yeah. You're saying. How far are you into it? I'm. One, I'm. My my next class is the advanced writing lab, so it's the last. Oh wow. Class. Yeah. How many classes are there total? Like, it's like six or seven. Well, they do. They do beginner, intermediate, advanced, and then a like a lab writing class, mm-hmm. and then you do a uh, the advanced lab. Okay. And then uh, if they if they like you, they'll kind of put you on the groundlings, or you're done with school. So. Oh wow! Same thing with this last class I took. I was either done with the school or they moved me on. I was like, I think I barely squeaked by, so it was, it was pretty sweet. That's crazy. So you got to audition like e- each time. Yeah, basically every class like an audition. Like, what if you you get done with the school? Can you still audition after, or do you have to go through the whole process? I, I think if you get to level three and they they say you don't move on, like you can't take classes there anymore. Oh wow! Yeah, it's really intense. Is it really intense? And some of these teachers are so strict. Like, yeah, and cr- like it's a, uh, it's kind of like boot camp. Some of them, because like you know, they want you to do their rules and right. You got to learn their way. And uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it obviously helps. And moving on, you mean you'd be like in the Sunday team? Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that's intense. I know, super intense. And like even yeah, like uh, every class is an audition. Like I, I felt, I think everybody feels that pressure. Do you lose some buddies that you started out with, like, along the way? No. Does everybody sort of move at the same time, or is it... Yeah, I mean, some people get moved on, some people don't. Like, I got, like, uh, 
like when I first took Groundlings, it was like my third improv class ever. Mm -hmm. So I had to take beginner like four times. Oh wow, yeah. To move on, and then uh, then it was a little easier after that point. Once I got all the basics down, and then um, is Groundlings so far as I've been there? I think it's like it's really like emotion based. Like they really look to yeah. see if you can. They like good acting, and then they like like good characters, like like strong points of view, which are really hard to uh, kind of come up with. Have you developed nowhere. any characters? Like, yeah, yeah, you've been there. Yeah, yeah. Who are some of your characers? Um, we used to do like the dog. You know, what's up, dog? You know that guy. You know, <laughs> what does the like thug that? do? Just comes just, in yeah, he just whatever he wants. Or his yeah. is he like a clean thug, or is he like a? He's, yeah, he's kind of a little troublemaker, you know. It kind of reminds me like how I was like, a little bit in high school. Yeah. And then, you know, like I did like that character like with a skateboard on stage and like I was hitting on my teacher. I saw that picture. Know? Yeah, yeah. Did you ollie through that first Dude, jump I, of the stage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's literally been a dream of mine. That's to, such a to risk. skateboard on stage. I know, but I like wanted to do it forever. And then and I get to do it, it at the ground. Awesome. Yeah. That was so cool. Well, I mean, I, I skated for a long time, so yeah. it wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> but I, I was stoked to, like, finally actually do it and check that one off of it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> what are some of the other characters that you do? Um, do, like, a businessman. Hello there. How are you doing today? You know, like, uh, <laughs> just, like, super. Like, Mad Men-ish. Yeah, kind of, like, yeah, you know. Corporate. But a little little more cheese cornball. Yeah. Just try to be like too professional. <laughs> That's a really good. Game. Yeah, you know, it's just like over the top. No matter what you're dealing with. Oh yes, I'll be right on that. <laughs> you know? Just making a sandwich. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And so, like, do you audition these characters, or like, how does the audition process work? Is it are you with a group or? Well, if you when you first audition to the class, I mean, this was a long time ago. Yeah, like eight, like almost eight years ago, but uh, I think yeah, you just do like a couple of improv games, like you know the one word store game kind of deal, oh, yeah. or like um, just like a couple scenes, and they'll see kind of where you're at, and then once you get past that, it's like it's all classes. Okay. But yeah, it's just like an eight person audition. That's a pretty stressful. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't that stressed. I mean, I was so new. And like, I just came like off, I was doing like an improv class at this adult school at Costa. Mm. Yeah. And, and, um. How are those? Are those good? I mean, it was a hundred bucks and it was like the first thing I ever did. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was, it was the first time I started actually doing comedy for like, really. And then, um, like I was like, they, they liked me in that class. They did really well in that class. And so I was like, oh, I got this. I'm going to Groundlings. <laughs> yes, you know? and. Right? I'm going to yes. The you know, I got all, I get this down. <laughs> and then like I get there, I'm like, whoa, this is kind of intense. Yeah. And, uh, but it's still, yeah, I still had some really funny scenes, but like, you know, it'd be hit and miss for a lot of it. But How uh, often do you get to perform on that main stage? Is it like a once a um, class that, kind of a thing? Well, yeah, that was the first show I've ever done there. Um, but like, yeah, you'll, you'll have like class in there, but that's such a cool stage. I went I know. the first time to yeah. see a show there and it's like, it's like actual Saturday night live right like, in front of you. Yeah. There's a band and like different sketches. It's great. Yeah. It like when I first saw a show there, it was blown away. Like unbelievable. Do you know like all those guys like Alex Staggs or like, I took a class with him. He's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. That guy like kills. Yeah. <laughs> so many different characters. They're, you didn't even know like at the end of the show that he was like nine different characters right it's like so like 
Yeah. Into <laughs> yeah, you're like, who is that? Who are all the other guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are those guys at? Yeah, there's only like three people come yeah. out of there. Yeah, you're like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. There's another one. I think her name is Ariana or something. Uh huh. Something like that. Yeah, they have Jeez, so many talented killer. people. How come none of those guys are on SNL like right now? Well, you know what's funny is Abby Elliott. I had my first Grand Lakes class with. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! I know, <laughs> and like I knew she was Chris Elliott's daughter, and so like I was like, whoa, that's kind of crazy, and then like two years later, I was like, damn, she made it already. I was like, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like damn, all right, I guess I guess this is how it happens. <laughs> then she just took off to SNL. I guess. Man. What is like? Does Lauren Michaels just come and sit in on one of those Saturday shows, or um, do they fly them out, or how does that? I have no idea how that happened. I mean, I'm sure. That's crazy. Yeah. You're going to get on, too. <laughs> That'd be sick. One day. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Ideally. This is the last interview you do, and then it's like, oh, cr- oh there we go. on freaking SNL. He's ready. <laughs> get some impressions down. Yeah. <laughs> do you do impressions, too? Do you no, do not them? yet. Yeah. But if they need me to. Uh, Working on it? I said, oh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Lauren, he does a killer robot. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry. Yeah. So... Are you from California originally? I was born here, but then I moved to Texas when I was like eight. And then um, we moved to uh, Chicago, suburbs of Chicago, oh, Crystal wow. Lake, Illinois, nice. when I was 11. And then uh, out here in my senior year of high school. Okay. So you've so. been like all over the place. Yeah, kind of. What do, you, do your parents like do something where they have to move a lot? Or? Uh, my dad worked in the newspaper industry and oh, he just cool. got different, better job offers. Yeah. And he's like, we should go here. There's more money. Did you ever see a second city show when you were in Chicago? No, I didn't. Like that was like one, like that was like everybody was telling me like second city, second city, and I guess there is second city out here. I I haven't been there, but um, yeah, I've I've never been to one, but I've always heard it's awesome. What got you like into comedy? Like when did you realize you're like kind of funny and um maybe make a career out of? I I don't I mean I always like, well like the first time. I ever got like big laughs. Yeah, it's, it's kind of goofy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was in class like what, maybe eight, no, six or seventh grade, uh-huh. like sixth grade, yeah. And I, I just started farting. Like <laughs> 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 I, I, I wouldn't try to hide it. Yeah. I just like rip them, and like it would just murder the whole class. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if I can somehow hone this on stage Right it's Like dude man, I'm killing it and So I would just keep doing that Like every class <laughs> And then like, eventually I got Getting all the girls d- No But the I wasn't wor- I wasn't worried about that At that point That's so funny But I did go, to, I get to go I have to go to detention for it She's like You do it on purpose I know I can't help it <laughs> The teacher and everything Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god That's class My first yeah. like thing Was like similar too To that It wasn't jokes or anything Right I would just walk around the house When I was like five And just pants people and Yeah Little troublemaker Just little pranks Like that Yeah Yeah So then you came out here For high school Um. Yeah well My senior year My dad got a, another job offer Out here And they're like California Sorry we're going I mean <laughs> the senior, My senior year I was kind of bummed At the time You know But now I, I mean I love it here Right and then so, you started pretty much like not shortly after that when you were 21. Yeah, I mean, I was so, I started selling newspapers at grocery stores. It was the worst. I was like, I don't read this. You guys might want to. <laughs> <laughs> what paper did your dad work for, Danny? The Daily the day the Breeze. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was trying to sell subscriptions for that. And then, um, 
Yeah, I like I got another job, actually a lucky job at Fox Sports. I was editing videos and stuff, which oh, was pretty nice. sweet. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't know anything about sports. <laughs> I just knew about editing videos. I was like, that didn't last long. <laughs> and then I was like back to selling newspapers. Like, man, this is the worst. And then I like saw yeah, like Comedy Magic Club was hiring. I was like, yes, you know, because I, I didn't I didn't know how. Like I saw, I sh- that was like one of the first comedy shows I ever saw was there. Oh really? Yeah. yeah before I started working there, and um, I was like, I didn't understand how they did it. Like I was like, God, I, I mean, because like me and my friends were fu- funny, you know. Yeah. And we were like, how do they, how do they do it? Do they just go up there and it's they're funny? And then like once I started figuring it out, it's you know everybody has a set, right? You know, yeah. And I was like, oh okay, I just have to think of something funny and say it over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> I can do that, yeah. you know. And then um, yeah, I started working there, and then uh. After like the probably first six months, I just started filming myself, try to do jokes, and see if I, you know, something nice. would, would stick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that then, was my uh, thing too when I first came to Comedy Magic Club. <coughs> Sorry, yeah, I was like, these guys are geniuses. Like, right. making all this stuff. I saw Jay Leno. Right. Like, was one of the first shows. Like, uh-huh. this guy is amazing. And yeah, then every week he does the yeah, same right. exact like, right. joke. I'm like, oh, word okay. for word. Like, you I, know, I can get it. Now. The pauses are all the same. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird how it's still like it's still like so much fun doing that like you know new crowds like the same jokes right. you know it's still like insanely fun I mean I understand the guys I love are the guys who I mean everybody does the same jokes everywhere that's right. like the secret yeah yeah if you didn't know that already yeah, <laughs> like yeah, listening yeah. at home but yeah like the guys who just like every time it's new like, yeah totally like Brian Kylie we were talking about like mm-hmm. every time it's like the funniest thing right like, Ian Bag yeah kills me yeah. He's what? like Jonathan Winters, like what? reincarnated. Right, he's insane. He well, he writes on stage. Like that's what's great about him. But yeah, Brian Kylie's jokes are just so good. I think you knew that if the guy was good, if all the doormen and the waiters and stuff stopped, right, and, like, came to watch yeah, the show. Yeah, like, yeah, that guy's really right. Good. Yeah, because we've which, all heard it so many times. Right. How long have you been working at Comedy Magic? I've been working there. Yeah, about eight years, seven, oh, seven wow. and a half. Yeah. Nice. So you've seen like some people like start and like become huge oh yeah i mean yeah it was great like i mean just doing open mics like gerard carmichael wow you know yeah. back in the day and then now he's headlining there so awesome you bump into him like at the comedy store and stuff yeah i bump into all those crews byron bowers and nice all those guys that's yeah. awesome yeah so gerard hmm. and would they come down and like do like boogaloo and stuff too and Hermosa. um yeah we, we used to have club 705 did you ever do that one no i heard about it though yeah and now it's like a hospital it's crazy i was I can't, <laughs> totally opposite I, I, ride, I ride my bike up I'm like dang it's right there that little spot and it sounds like a lobby <laughs> like it's kind of cool though and then that spot was really fun um because it was a little comedy and music so we'd get like an actual decent crowd in there and and they'd come down for that sometimes but when you're first starting out and like going to open mics and stuff, how are you mm-hmm. like honing your material? Because like right now, like I think you have a very specific style that's very funny. But like when mm-hmm. you started out, did you dabble in like other stuff too? Or yeah, I mean, I just kind of whatever. Like I would be hanging out with friends, and something funny would come out, write down, you know, my phone or whatever, mm-hmm. and just it would kind of be all over the place. Like this is a funny idea. Here's a funny idea. Yeah. Like, didn't really have any rhythm to it, but I kind of liked that style at the time, kind of ADD. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> these are way completely different topics right you know but it's funny <laughs> so right so yeah this is kind of whatever i thought could, then, could work i mean i'm always curious to know like how comics sort of like figure it out like i hate to say like their voice or whatever but right like when do you realize like oh this is working a lot 
and I should like go in that direction and you start writing in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just come through like doing open mics a lot and being on stage. And yeah. Just, yeah. And I think just time as a person too. I mean, you know, you gotta figure out like what makes you laugh and then just kind of what makes a crowd laugh. And then if you find that middle ground, you're like, all right, I think this is funny. I'm not just right. doing it for them. So you don't hate yourself <laughs> <laughs> and you can just kind of like start. Cause I mean, if you like, if you have a joke that like you really love and then like the crowd like reacts to it, but not like as much as you think it would, but you just keep doing right. it cause you love it so much. I think that's when you found your voice. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. Know, you know? Yeah. Cause you're like, you know what, this guy, I just have faith in this and I'm just going to keep saying it and then it, it's going to work. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I'm at that stage, like starting out, where I'm like, "This is hilarious," and then I'll right. do it, and it's like, "Nope, not as funny right. as I thought it was gonna be." Right. What's well, What's funny? Like, I mean, sometimes you just have to change the words, like a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, like not even that much, just just enough to like either get the joke there faster, or that makes it, you know, make sense a little. More. I don't know, cause like I've had jokes that just I couldn't figure out how, like, or just a word like mm. that I thought was funny, like obesity. Yeah, you know, and I thought like that was a funny word, and like I could never figure out how to write it into a joke, and I tried a few times, and then, and then now it, like I just reworded it and it works. So, yeah, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> My favorite joke you do is the stereotypes. Oh, is, yeah, right. One. That yeah. one, I, that was the same same thing. How does that one go again? I say um, a lot of different stereotypes in the world. You know, there's way too many stereotypes. You know, like one of my friends has Kenwood, my other friend has Sony, <laughs> my mom has both. <laughs> Like how that's many a stereotypes? Great joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for a joke, that's a perfect joke. Yeah, I love jokes like that. Like, right, and the audience is just like slowly uh -huh. catching yeah, on, yeah. and just like the wave of it's laughter just a comes little in. Slow burner. Yeah, yeah, love that stuff. Um, I was gonna ask you, um, since you did improv and everything like that, do you ever right. do like incorporate improv on stage while you do stand up, or do you stick to like your material for the most part? Um, yeah, it depends. Like, um, I'd probably like 10% improv. Like sometimes, like, I mean, if it's like kind of a small show, like, you know, if there's only like 20 people there. Right. I mean, I'm like, might as well, you know? Yeah. And then like, it, it comes with time and just stage time, you know, when you're like comfortable up there and just, cause I mean, it's, it's jokes word for word are like going to be obviously more efficient and faster right. than just improvising. I mean, Ian Bag's a different story just because he's a, a phenom. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, it's insane how his brain works. But um, it's definitely a point I want to get to, you know, like, I think, because, like, improv is the more fun for me now just because mm -hmm. it's, like, you don't know what's going to happen, and that's always fun. Right. You know, than if I'm just telling the same jokes every night. Yeah, stand-up kind of mm -hmm. can turn into work. Like, if you're yeah. sitting down and writing the jokes. Right. Yeah, I totally understand, and, you mentioned Ian Bag, and you're pretty good friends with him. And yeah, you've done some shows with him. Mm -hmm. Like, how does that guy even come up with that stuff? Like, he just does he it. Start like, like how do you, I can't imagine doing an open mic in an Ian Bag fashion? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you even become that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I I didn't. I mean, I've only known him since he's been how good he is. Like, since, you know, like I I can't imagine how he stand he he started out because I mean, how'd you get to know him? Like. Did he bring you on through Comedy Magic? Or? Yeah, I was. I mean, I was just friends with him at Comedy Magic Club. I um, we were gonna do a couple sketches like a while ago, 
like five years ago or so and we're just kind of friends and uh we filmed a little like live game show with him it's called nice. suck my balls <laughs> 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 it's pretty funny you could if you, you could look at me on youtube um and then we were just yeah trying to do little projects here and there and then just one day i was at the club waiting or, or i think it was it was door then and he's like yeah you want to hey you want to do a set on tuesday I was like yeah and then uh i went down to bray improv with him and you know he just like uh, he's like man you're awesome that's right you should start opening for me whenever i can get you a spot I was like all right cool that's, <laughs> that's so awesome cool. Yeah. yeah that's awesome so it was in- kind of insane to go back to like how you said like word for word every joke like uh-huh. is important and like right. i totally understand like even if you like breathe wrong in a joke it could like mess up the entire thing right when you're like because a lot of your style too is like i feel like there's a lot of nuances that you do on stage uh-huh. like how do you figure those out like the pauses and yeah i mean like just i think just from watching so many shows like because i yeah i mean i, I worked the door there for six years you know right. and so like I, that's basically all i was doing is watching shows and you just kind of night after night you get that kind of rhythm and timing in your head like and uh you'll 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 kind of start to feel it the more you do the joke you know like the longer you wait mm-hmm. on sometimes like because you could you'll try it a million different ways and then right. you'll be like all right so two and a half second pause right there you know like it yeah it doesn't really get that complicated but you'll start to have a feel for it right you know that's so cool and uh Connor Magic was like the best like just college I guess right to just work there and, and see it, all these people yeah it, for sure like, who were some of the people that you saw like there that were just like blown away by yeah I mean I mean bag every time um all the writers like yeah like Brian Kylie obviously and I mean Matt Fulchon was awesome oh yeah especially when he was like oh man like four or five years ago it was, it was just killing <laughs> like like he would just talk about how good his jokes are. He's like, oh man, you got the, you bring the air conditioning. I brought the heat tonight. <laughs> 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 I just say these stupid little lines. And yeah. It would just kill me, and I just kind of liked like that fearlessness. So funny. And then yeah, who else? Um, Kevin Nealon. Oh yeah. Kevin Nealon was like my, like favorite favorite like. When I when I would watch, I would just like study. I'm like, man, this is fuck. This is the best. Like, all the little jokes, like, cause he's like, he's a writer too, right? And like, his jokes are super clever. And then he has like those three bits that like I've never seen anyone touch, like the ad lib one. Oh yeah, that one's insane. Or this. Uh, Do you ever see him do that on? I think it was Joan Rivers or Carson. Oh no. He does it with this like TV. Oh crap, what? And he kills. Like he yeah. ends with that. Yeah, that joke is awesome. <laughs> it's That's so the good. best. Like I, I, for you guys I, I, listening at home, he literally like does Mad Libs with the audience. Right. Like, he'll tell a story and he just pause. Be like, so the other day I was at the uh, and like the yeah. crowd will just shout something. So, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll just go with that. It's I like know. Grocery store. All that, right. It, that's like a bit I wish I could have. Like so bad. It's so perfect. It what is. Are the other two that you really like that he does. Um, there's a subliminal message one. <laughs> that one's that one's super funny, and then the um, the porn the, the porn uh. You ever seen that? Heard that one? How's it, it go again? Is that he's talking about? Playboy asked me to review a few porns, <laughs> pornos, you know. And I was, uh, I was, I was, all right, you know. I guess I could do that. And then he says, uh, so the first one was called, you know, 
I forget what it's like. Like Betsy, Betsy and Bonnie or something. Two very attractive girls. I was interested right away. Interested, interested, very interested. <laughs> and then so they no interest at all. <laughs> and the next next one is uh, Debbie does Dallas or whatever, you know. He's like, um, yeah, I, yeah, I sat down. Good production value. I found myself interested right away. Interested, interested, very interested. And so they no interest so whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a and, great bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny because he was one of the ones where I saw when I was like blown away by too. Right. Because I knew him from SNL and I knew him from like Sandler movies, but I never saw stand up until he came to Comedy Magic. Right. I was like, this guy's like the like second version of Steve Martin. Right. Like, just like totally weird off the wall. Yeah. And like gets to do all these like cool things. Like, yeah. The he, Madlib one for sure. I was just like, this yeah, is the best. Yeah. Like, because like, I mean, imagine having that. Because I mean, it's still the same joke every night, but it's not. No, yeah, yeah. You know? so it could be totally different. Yeah, and, like what a crowd pleaser! Like, oh right, my God, the crowd yeah, is totally right. on your side. When yeah, you do that. right. Do you ever have like a bad experience on stage, where you just like you lost the crowd? And you're like, oh. Um, yeah, it doesn't really happen as much anymore. What was like but, your worst heckler experience or story? Um, probably like this guy that couldn't really speak English. <laughs> I forget. I don't know if he was like. He had the balls. The guy who couldn't speak English had yeah. the balls to stop a show. He was like Italian or something. I don't even know what he, I forget. But yeah, I was at 705. And uh, yeah, that, it, he was just drunk. And like, I forget what he was doing. Like every every joke he'd comment on, you know. Ugh. And just you're just like, all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> and like he like, he kept trying to like one up. Oh, he like, like, some, like I forget. Like I said, like, I had seven something. And he's like, oh, I had eight. And then I was like, "What are you? T- what are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> what are some of like your best shows that you like stand out to you? Um, Do you ever get to like open for somebody? Like I know Ian Bag, but right, like, yeah. Um, probably one of my favorite shows is when I did Bray. I did like a twenty-minute spot there, nice. and it was like a college crowd. Nice. And like I only had like fifteen minutes of jokes at the time, so like I had five minutes I had to kind of fill. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I, like, had to improvise a little. Yeah. And so, like, it's the first time I was, like, I was nervous because I knew I had to improvise. Like, sometimes it just happened. Mm-hmm. And then it actually went, like, really, really well. It was, like, probably one of my best shows. And then, um, yeah, just driving home from that show, I was, like, cloud nine. Like, oh, my gosh, it was the best thing ever. <laughs> I got, like, 25 bucks. I was, like, oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I, like, I made it. <laughs> I finally made it. <laughs> it's the gas to get home. <laughs> right. No, this is the best, like, feeling, like, when you finally, like, everything works out perfectly. Right. And you don't expect it to when you're, like, oh, five minutes, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. That's yeah. so awesome. Um, do you, have, like, do you go on the road or anything and do colleges? Because I feel like you would do really well. I know. I, I, at I, universities. I know. I, I, like, wish I could figure that system out, you know. I, but I, is yeah, that I, like, do you just call or do you have to have I, a manager? I, I, I have no, exactly. I, I have no idea. Um, but like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be awesome. Like they pay really well. Yeah. And then, yeah, it'd be the best. (laughs) (laughs) You could beat that. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If you just call the school, Hey, hey there, um, university of California. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing this? this (laughs) (laughs) What what do you got? What do you got going on? (laughs) Oh, cool. I was going to come do some comedy. You got (laughs) a few thousand. You can tell my way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. We got that. Also gonna need to bunk with somebody in the dorm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So spare bunk. 
I'm sure that's exactly how it works. <laughs> All right. Get on the college circuit. Yeah. Um, so you've done the comedy store, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. You've done improv. Mm-hmm. I've done Laugh Factory. I've done every club except nice. for our club. Yeah, yeah. How come you don't get on the comedy magic? That's what I was going to ask you. Well, I don't know. I mean, What's I don't. What's the deal I think, with that? I think there's kind of a rule. Because they don't want, like, the comedy store. Like, you know, you work there, you get the stage time, too. Right. Which is awesome. But I, they don't want to be that club. And then... But it's, it, like, an unspoken rule. Like, I've never heard right. anybody ever really... They just, you know, they try to keep this prestigious. Right. You know? I mean, you kind of have to be a national headliner to get a spot there. Yeah, that's you know? true. Unless you're, like, recommended by some, you know, Seinfeld brings you in, and you're, right. they're going to give you a shot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's just, like, really hard to... Yeah. I mean, like, I would have to stop working there and, and be doing sets, you know, five, six nights a week. Have Rich come out and see you? Uh, yeah, he actually just saw me a few, a few weeks nice. ago. So that was pretty cool. How was that? It was good. Yeah, yeah. really good show. So Give you some good, like... Yeah, yeah like, you're funny, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> but, you know, he, you know, he's still a manager there, so... Right. He has to kind of keep that, you know, professional since he has to manage the staff that's the thing i love about rich like Mm -hmm. he's very like like just work oriented when it comes to the staff and everybody and then like with the comics like yeah totally chill right yeah 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 yeah. like he he right organizes everything that way right really cool i know that would be a great point or a great day when i could just sit there in the green room and talk sports Right. Instead yeah. of getting yelled at about forgetting <laughs> to put in a spinach dip <laughs> <laughs> or something. Do you have any funny stories from the Comedy Magic Club? Um, yeah, probably. That won't get you. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Yeah, I mean, so many. Like, you ever get in trouble like big time by anybody? Um, yeah, nothing too crazy. I mean, just playing on my phone or just you know. Yeah, nothing too. Nothing too bad. Yeah, <laughs> I always got in trouble for turning my walkie-talkie down uh-huh. when I was watching the show. Right. Chris, he'd be like yelling, he's like, "Are you? Yeah, get right. on the phone." Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just watching comedy, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the sweetest gig, man. You get free dinner. Uh-huh. Don't really do anything. You right. Just watch comedy for like four hours. Yeah. You make forty bucks. You make forty. Yeah. You, you make get a lot kinda, of money. You get like introduced to uh, being a comic. You know. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. really cool. Do you ever think about like? doing it at the comedy store to get that stage time yeah i thought about it but um yeah i just serve in there now like i mean it's it's, it's pretty good money now and uh i you know it's tough it's tough being a comic trying to make money so oh yeah you gotta you gotta figure out your financials before you can do anything else go full-fledged yeah yeah i want to ask you were you a pro mm-hmm. disc golfer yeah <laughs> well, like when uh, was that that was uh this. two years ago um, Were you doing it your whole life, or how did that even... Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, after I stopped skateboarding, I was, uh, I was, yeah, I moved out here, and I was working nights at the club, mm-hmm. and um, just had daytimes free, and so did my buddy, so we would go, like, four times a week, <laughs> and then, and then, like, yeah, I just got really good, and then um, started competing, and yeah, like, two years ago, I... I cashed out in pro tournaments you know i got like third made like 185 bucks wow. <laughs> you know and i was like sweet all right i'm pro, I, I went, i'm a pro athlete like i wanted to go i wanted to go pro in something i was like you know that's but, so cool right 
I was a kid, like, I want to be a pro hockey player, and then like, I want to be a pro skateboarder, and then I like, all right, it's my last shot. <laughs> <laughs> pro disc golf. And then, um, and then, yeah, like, I guess a lot of comics actually play it because uh, really? it's free, you know, th- yeah. during the day. Like, I mean, they're on the, they're on the road. Um, <laughs> John Evans, Dan Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's so funny. I know. And it's just, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's a good way to spend your day. That's the ultimate trivia, I think. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever get on like a Letterman or Conan right. or something, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm also a professional. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before I became a professional comedian. <laughs> right. And I, so think, cool. and I think it was like, something I wanted to like I just wanted to be introduced that way for a little while because like my jokes are a little offbeat mm. so like oh this guy's played frisbee golf what the alright it's gonna be a little weird <laughs> <laughs> and he's pro alright <laughs> this guy uh, he's got a lot of time <laughs> <laughs> he probably has some good jokes <laughs> so what are you doing now you're playing mm. shows yeah how often a week do you think uh, usually about twice a week twice a week I usually work five nights so if I get if I get a night or two off, I'll, I'll try to go do a set somewhere. Nice. Or, I mean, open mics are just so depressing out here. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't do too many of those anymore. So I usually try to book shows. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, we just formed a little improv group. Oh, my nice. UCB f- classmates and. Uh, Did you take UCB classes too? Mm-hmm. How are those? Are awesome. They, they're really good. Yeah, those are really fun. Okay. Yeah, those are really really fun. A little cheaper too. That's and uh, <laughs> and they're less strict. They're, I mean, they're still pre- they still have all their rules to it, but you know they do stand up shows there too. Yeah, right? yeah. Have you ever perform there? No, not yet. But like that's like my like my perfect like like Crap. the way they do stand up. You know, like kind of that alternative yeah style. You know, it's like ideal kind of crowd. Right. But yeah, there, there's so many people at that place. It's like insane. You know. But they just opened a new theater, so. There should be more stage time floating yeah. around. Nice. You know? Very cool. Yeah. So you've got improv, you're doing mm-hmm. shows all the time. Yeah. Working at Comedy Magic Club. Like, what's your, like, ultimate, like, dream? Like, 10 years from now, like, what do you see yourself doing? It, um, yeah, like ideally. Pro- or, like... Yeah, that, uh, well, yeah, ideally. That'd be <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but um, probably, like, a sketch show first would be awesome. Nice. Because, you know, you could use all those characters. And stuff that you may create or um i mean i guess a little sitcom i mean it depends who you do it with right because those are kind of corny sometimes but you know <laughs> if you can figure it out do you watch some of the new ones like mulaney and Crisella and oh yeah no i just I, I haven't seen Crisella yet but that's pretty awesome that she made that she I know, right yeah, yeah. It's so sick she's like one of the first ones i saw when i At came the to the club and yeah like, yeah not even six months later, right? Like on ABC Prime. I know, <laughs> I know. And you see that, and you're like, "Oh, this this is easy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't take it in consideration. She's right. been doing it for like right. 10, 15 years. Right. And like, she's like one out of how many people that yeah. are gonna have a show. That's the thing with comedy. I feel like people don't realize where they see these because you could see if you have a major club in your city, you could see like amazing headliners. Right. And people are like, oh, that guy's like new and he's pretty funny. It's like that guy's been doing it for like at least ten years. Yeah, like he's a total pro. Like right. Tosh, like when he came out of nowhere. Right. Tosh's been doing it for like twenty. Years. Oh, I know. Yeah, Tosh had a huge following before his show. Like yeah. he would sell out. He would sell out before. I mean, like you know. You kind of saw him at the club before he got like super big, right? Yeah, I mean, he was already big then. Like, well, you in well, the you saw him when world. he used to live like yeah, yeah, right around the corner, Second right? Street. I mean, he still had a million dollar house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a little Vespa or something. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember hearing about it. He did like a show in Arizona, to college. Yeah. And 
and uh, before his show, and he got like forty grand. Wow! And then he sh- drove home and slept in his bed. Jeez, like, <laughs> that, that's insane. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. I don't even. I haven't even made forty grand yet <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it's 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 insane. The types of you know money that there is. So that you know, ideally, stand a little bit of stand up, a little bit of TV would be nice. Ideal. Very cool. Get some residuals going. You yeah. Know, when you're older, you know. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Well, I think that pretty much wraps that it up. wraps it up. You got a show tonight at Poncho's. Poncho's. Yeah. Beach. What time is it at? Uh, about nine, right after Monday Night Football. All right. I'll kick it off. Nine p.m. Sweet. Anybody else on the list tonight? Um, who is on that show? Because I know like like Mario Joyner and like crazy people like show up. All yeah. Time. Yeah. We got Dan O'Carter who does the show. Cool. And um. Pete Gersio is really funny. And who else is And it's like in a show? restaurant, right? Uh yeah, it's like it's like a little well it's like at the bar side they do a lot of uh like karaoke and stuff there. Yeah. You know? But it's, it's, a cool, a, it's like got venue. a stage. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like I got sharks hanging on the cool. ceiling. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's a cool spot. That's awesome. Yeah. Well thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you for having thank me, you man. Very, very much. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you.